the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. It's roughly a billion dollars an hour at this point. You see, we're in a super cycle of debt accumulation. That's what the theater that is our government is trying to get the people to forget. All of the plays that you see before you, all of the drama meant to distract you from the fact that bankruptcy is the government's plan because it's within that bankruptcy that the weapons of debt will be used against you, the honest American, who accumulated some little bit of wealth, maybe a couple of pieces of property, whatever it is. This is a problem you didn't benefit from. This is a problem you didn't agree with. And this so-called government, a representative republic, has turned its back on you. And now you're in the position of, I don't know, the one that Pete Buttigieg always dreamt of finding you in the position of, because there's nothing you can do about it. Congress is not abiding by any rules. We have a new Speaker of the House who is supposed to be what? A Republican? U.S. congressional leaders have announced a deal on a top-line spending level for the current fiscal year. It lessened- This is a Sunday afternoon without any debate, without any discussion from any of the representatives during another break. So during the break, this little weasel from Louisiana, the so-called, what is he, a conservative? This fraud cuts with Chuck Schumer a $1.66 trillion deal so that we can't have a debate over what should be funded and what shouldn't be. After we just had the Fed Surrection Weekend, where we now know a couple of things to think about. The government had assets, employees, and confidants dressed as Trump supporters underneath, in, and around the Capitol. And we're funding it all in a government where the average salary, the median salary, is $143,000 a year, and you, the serf, make 88000 a year. That's how you know the government not only has the upper hand, is in the position of dominance, and you are the serf. And they are protecting themselves and circling the wagons. The rest of it is fodder. It's entertainment, like last night, only without the pedophiles writ large. In the meantime, what you have now is an agreement that a congressman cut without any debate about any of it. You know, one thing that always troubles me, scroll with what we see, the drama of the who knew what and how long Joe Biden has been an asset, a traitor to his people, let alone suffering from dementia. You know who it has always stuck with me? Through it all, squirrel, you know who's been side by side with all these corrupt politicians? Side by side at the pedophile island, cutting the deals with Ukraine, the Secret Service. Secret Service agents are all cozied up next to him and nobody knows nothing. That's how you know it's the government versus us. They're not interested in right and wrong. 
They're certainly not interested in what the people want because nobody I know, an actual taxpayer, but I only know taxpayers. I don't really surround myself with bust outs and roaches and Democrats. But the decent people I know, they didn't want a blank check again from the speaker. This is now three times this little weasel from Louisiana stabbed you in the back. The chances of a partial government shutdown on January the 20th. And for more, we're joined now by Bruce Einhorn. Bruce, what exactly was agreed upon in this deal? Well, Lizzie, this is an agreement between Chuck Schumer, who's the leader of the Democrats who control the Senate, and Mike Johnson, who's the leader of the Republicans who control the House. Uh, it's an agreement of the overall spending cap. Um, it's the, the number here is actually uh, pretty much the same as the agreement that President Biden negotiated last year with then-Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Uh- so what do we need this guy for? And he just did it to you two weeks ago, and he's going to have to do it again. Because you're spending in debt. Forget about spending. We are accumulating $1 billion an hour, every hour, in debt. That's over the receivables that they get. It's just more and more bankruptcy. And this know-nothing, good-for-nothing weasel did it on a Sunday without any debate of the people. Where is all the uh, presidential candidates? You know what this has boiled down to? First of all, everybody knew Nikki Haley was a step-and-fetch moron. Ron DeSantis, has he said anything about this? Who's actually talking about the debt and how we can stop it, let alone the wars and where the hell this idiot is who's pretending to be president today as he's campaigning and doesn't ask any question or answer any questions and can't form a sentence? In our time, there's still the old ghost of new new garments. We all need to rise to meet the moment. In our our time... Garments? We got new clothes. We got we got haunted clothes. What the hell is this dimwit in diapers talking about? In the meantime, he's making history. I'm keeping my commitment to you. That's the America we're building together. Instead of erasing history, we're making history. You are making history. And you know what's funny? As you watch this corrupt traitor, this asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. It's funny to watch how stupid most of our American, all of the American Democrats, but a large percentage of American citizens are. Which Citizen, do you know that wants four more years of this feeble moron? Darkness. If you really care about the lives lost here, then you should honor the lives lost and call for a ceasefire in Palestine. You know what's good about this? This is more indication that that Hamas is getting their ass kicked wherever they are to get annihilated. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. I think that's a, a, a guy pretending to be a woman with a nose ring in his ear. There's a group of people. Now, now there's about five uh, Hamas goat Casanova sympathizers. And they're throwing up a, a Democrat area in South Carolina. By the, the guy's name is James Clyborne. He's, he's their version of Mike Madigan. And he's got these Democrat slaves in line. They will step and they will fetch. You're about to hear a room full of morons yell four more years. That's the part I find interesting, not the fact that the goat Casanovas have sympathizers. The reason that I played that is 
It's irrelevant, the scandal. It's irrelevant, the fact of our bankruptcy. It's irrelevant, the World War III. These step-and-fetch morons will vote for a pickle, or Joe Biden, for four more years. So if you think it's going to Something's going to wake them up like a scandal, like a bankruptcy, or the fact that the government is a bureaucracy that runs on itself. It doesn't need anybody. As Lloyd Austin, who is supposed to be kind of important, just disappears for a week in the middle of World War III and nobody cares. Nothing is going to stop the welfare society. And that is all of the people who derive their sustenance from the government. They do not care. Not one iota about a fact. Because what they want is more something for nothing. Hey guys, it's your girl Shalane. I'm back today with another video. In today's video, we're gonna discuss, this is your last chance, guys, to claim your stimulus checks, and I'm so serious. You can still get your stimulus money from 2020 or 2021. So if you receive- 2020 or 2021, it's 2024. And it doesn't matter. If you file, you are gonna get something for nothing. And who's gonna give it to you? The dimwit in diapers. Because my mom would drive us to school in the morning in his young grade school, turn on when there was a frost, turn on the windshield wiper, there'd be an oil slick on the way. It was your father's hairdo, the scumbag, greasy, low-life loser that he was bust out. In the meantime, you're not only a traitor, you're a massive failure. We're in the midst of war, and you don't care, and you don't even know what the hell's going on. Who exactly is Anthony Blinken? Who is Lloyd Austin? doesn't matter. Joe Biden doesn't know if he has slip-ons on. Secretary, your trip is partly about trying to prevent a wider war, but Israel has now killed two Hezbollah leaders within a week. What does that say about U.S. leverage over Israel, and doesn't that risk a second front? And secondly, uh, Qatari Prime Minister Al-Thani yesterday said military strikes against the Houthis were not the best option, and that he preferred uh, diplomacy since the military strikes would raise regional tensions. What message are you giving to Arab partners in the region about U.S. and coalition efforts uh, and intentions towards potential military strikes in Yemen? And the reason it doesn't matter what he says is because it doesn't matter. This is running on empty. There is nobody at the helm. Nobody knew that Lloyd Austin, nobody had an idea. He was in the hospital. What was wrong with him? Who cares? I hope it's serious. We're learning more about Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's time in the hospital. Austin was admitted to Walter Reed Medical Center on January. By the way, Squirrel, don't get, don't get too defensive. They never seem to go anywhere. In fact, Jimmy Carter, still alive! January 1st for complications related to a prior elective procedure. CBS News has learned that the president's National Security Council and National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan were unaware of his hospital stay until Thursday. This isn't a, a, a corner drugstore owned by the same family for 60 years. This is the government. And Lloyd Austin, not only the broker of the year for Raytheon, has kind of an important position during World War III, doesn't he? In part of that time, the 70-year-old was in the intensive care unit, and his duties were partly assumed by Deputy Kathleen Hicks. In a statement, Austin said he's on the mend and takes full responsibility for his decisions about disclosure. He's the Secretary of Defense World. We're in the middle of World War III. There's a moron in North Korea firing missiles at a bunch of people. That's just in North Korea. The Middle East is in uh, absolute and total chaos. 
In fact, there's killings in Beirut, only this time it's the good guys. The alleged Israeli killing of Saleh al-Aruni, the deputy Hamas leader and a founder of its military wing, has put the region on edge, with everybody fearing that the current war in Gaza could spill over and engulf the wider Middle East. Israel has said multiple times that it wants to target Hamas leaders not only in the Gaza Strip, where many of them are believed to be hiding deep underground in Hamas's extensive tunnel network, but also wherever in the Middle East they may be. And they're not only in Lebanon, there are also Hamas political leaders in Qatar and in Turkey. But when you- good. Kill them all. And here's the good news. This domestic moron, this Democrat mafia has zero credibility worldwide. Zero. The Israelis, thank God, don't care one iota what these imbeciles do. In fact, they know fully that the more you fail when you're a Democrat scourge, the safer your job is. There are some calls for him to be fired. Is that something that the president is wanting or considering doing? The president's number one focus is on his health and recovery, and he looks forward to having him back uh, at the Pentagon as soon as possible. Uh, you see, these are Obama's guys. This is Obama's cabinet. This is an infrastructure of the mafia. Whatever Joe Biden wants is irrelevant. He's there to distract the morons, and he's doing an absolute fantastic job. Our democracy depends on you. It really does, folks. That's no joke. That's why we need you. We need your help to ensure Joe's leadership continues to guide us forward. We now, know- Joe would like to be here for this commercial, but he soiled his trousers and has to get his diaper changed. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. When you're looking to make your business bulletproof... AM560, The Answer. So in this spending bill, is it just more Ukraine money? Is it more money for what? I mean, did we discuss one topic? They just pass a $1.66 trillion. Again, again, again. He's been in there for what? Three months. He's passed three massive spending bills. And there's no mention. Shh. The Republicans are in control of the House. This is astonishing to me. And the way it's reported is almost sickening. And that's how you know there will be no pushback to the continued bankrupting of America. Um, Kevin McCarthy, uh, as a result of the compromises that he made on that budget deal and to keep the government open, Kevin McCarthy lost his job. Uh, now here we have Mike Johnson, his successor, agreeing to something that's pretty similar to uh, that deal from last year. Uh, we do know that there sure, are... You listen to a lot of talk radio, you know, because uh, you have to. Did you hear uh, a lot of shows push back on this or are we just glazing through this? Did you hear a word? Did anybody say a word? I want this Louisiana swindler pulled out by his starch collar. Already some Republicans who are criticizing the deal, Chip Roy, who's a prominent Republican from Texas, very conservative, um, uh, said that it's a terrible deal. The House Freedom Caucus, which represents uh, a a lot of uh, very conservative Republicans in the House. And you know who celebrates? We have people who don't want to believe the truth for whatever attitudes they have otherwise. But again... During this period, this campaign year. You know what's great about this? Nancy Pelosi's option play. Tremendous success. All funded with policy money. All the front runners. Leads me to believe. I, I wonder what Mike Johnson's options play have been since he uh, grabbed the gavel. It behooves us uh, to speak with respect for all concern in a unifying way to bring people. Unifying way. Shut up. 
Shut up, you whore. You inside trading dimwit. You absolute fraud. Well paid, however. And, ironically, all of this brought to you by the checkbook of the Republican Party. Uh, also has criticized the deal. The next step is that now that the uh, this overall agreement is there, uh, the different committees need to make the appropriations to create the bills to actually get things voted on. Uh, so it's no certainty that those things will happen, that they will avert a government shutdown at the end of next week. But we are at least closer to getting this this problem resolved. trillion dollars, and they're still going to be shut down? That's for you people who think they're going to use some leverage. You see, the problem is the Republicans don't want to use leverage. They want to coast. They want to coast, and they want to get their girl right where she needs to be. I'm not going to get into whether we pardon Hunter Biden or not. Let's wait and see what the charges are. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, dummy. I mean, I know you've had a very big year. In fact, what, nine months? You made a few million dollars from Boeing? Who said anything about pardoning Hunter? Did you even look at the allegations? I mean, have you figured out who started the Civil War yet? Bimbo. At this point, you have to go and look at every case individually. And I don't think it's responsible just to throw out whether you would do something like that on someone's son when we don't know all the details. What? That means that's a shoe in for the nomination. Shoe in. Because they want to get back to the... George Bush Republicans, the John McCain Republicans, the ones that like the corruption, pretend to put up a fight. They want to get to it all. And in the meantime, where's Adam Kinzinger? Speaking of how it will all end, how's it going to end for Adam Kinzinger? Well, we suspect it'll end like it began in anonymity. In just weeks, Adam Kinzinger will be another CNN contributor. No one will ever see him again. But we will never forget him. Adam Kinzinger will live forever in our hearts as an example of what a man can be when he stops trying to be a man and unleashes the emotionally fragile divorced single mom within. Have another glass of Chardonnay and listen to me cry. Yes, Ms. Kinzinger, we will. So here it is one last time. I never expected a day to be quite as emotional for me as it has been. But you guys won. You guys help. You know, democracies are not defined by our bad days. I played that because in the new bill that was agreed upon on Sunday, the lobbyist, Adam Kinzinger, he's going to make a fortune, too. The real question is, will he make more or less than Nancy Pelosi? How about Mike Johnson? I wonder what his end will be. And I wonder why not one conversation about how to leverage the fact that in just four weeks, they're broke again. So what do you think this $1.6 trillion will get you to? You think it'll get you to Easter? Me either. Chris in Milwaukee. I'm in and out on the phone here. What's that? Talk yeah, to me? I'm in and out on the phone. Can you hear me? You can hear, I can hear you. Yes. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Happy New Year. Uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, my condolences to, I think it was Carla, your childhood friend. Yes, Carla, Carla. We also lost a friend of mine's father today. It's just, it's the the season for dying, apparently. Only the good die young. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. there you go. Hey, I'm just driving one of the old Democrats, they live forever. Jimmy Carter, still alive. Go ahead. Still alive. That's right. Hey, I'm driving. I pull up to a red light. And what's that sign on the median next to me? Ah, uh, some Hamas will put it in there at uh, Stop Bombing Gaza. Uh, Gaza. 
So I, I got out Colossal. of my car, put it in park, of course, got out of my car, picked it up, threw it in the back, and uh, got back in. Yeah. I turned green, I'm gone. So it's like, man, they just, you know, they don't get it. They just don't get it. Do they know what happened on October 7th or not? No, they don't know, and they don't care. What, what I like is, is the absolute worldwide recognition that those goat Casanovas are getting their ass kicked. I love it. Yeah. And every day is Israel kills another Hamas so-called leader, even if they're in another country living like billionaires because it's one giant money laundering fraud anyway. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. You know, Squirrel, these lying roaches in makeup our government have revised the job numbers in the year 2023. You know how they give you the number, and then two months later they tell, oh, we made a mistake. Nearly 800,000 in the year 2023. All those job numbers as phony as the love of a third wife in Winnetka. Complete and absolute fraud. And when you run out of money, they take the G-Wagon and they're gone. John in New Lenox. John? John? Hey, Sean. How you doing? Thanks Good. For how are you? My call. Thanks for making it. Good. Um, we talk a lot about uh, the election year here and the corruption that Biden just can't hide. But uh, another subject that we don't hear a lot about anymore, it'll get quiet before elections, is it took us 50 years to get all the pedophiles out of the church, and now they're all in the schools, and what are we going to do about it? Well, I tell you, Johnny, I've been saying for a long time, if you listen to the show, it's a, it's a, it's the public school system and the school system in total, if you're not really on top of it, uh, I, I, I wouldn't put my kid in it. I sent my kid and worked tirelessly, send my kids to private school, and, I, and that was a mistake. If I could do it all over again, I'd homeschool. There's no question about it. But uh, one thing's for certain, it doesn't seem to bother Americans today. Doesn't seem to bother Americans today. The whole idea of what's happening in public schools, in particular Democrat areas, they relish in it. You watch the Secretary of State, that shyster whore, Silky G, go to Congress and talk about how he's going to put books in public schools that he wouldn't read to his own kids. And, and Democrats are fine with that. And when you hear them chant four more years for this unmitigated failure, if you're kind, corrupt traitor, if you can read, unelected fool in diapers... You realize how far gone the country is. That's why I say, John, time is the enemy of us all. Don't waste it trying to wait for Democrats to pull their head out of their derriere. George in Naperville. Uh, Sean, if Biden gets four more years, do you think he can get a handle on this border crisis? (laughs) If he just gets four more years, he's going to work out the kinks and it's so many of his policies. Rich in Indian Head Park, four more years. Hey. (laughs) Hey, Sean, how was the weekend? Oh, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Good. Yeah. Good. What I wanted to say, I guess uh, what the Democrats and Biden's going to run on is uh, the Jan- January 6th. COVID's gone, so they're going to run on January 6th. No, COVID's back. The most re- Are you not paying attention? Oh, yeah, it's back. COVID's it's back. Ballot harvesting, you've got to stay home, masks January. in Illinois. You're going to love it. It's going to be just like the first one, yeah. only more fascistic. Right, but not as much as they're going to talk about January 6th. Especially the ridiculous statement he made, uh, where he said that we almost lost our uh, our republic and our government uh, on January sixth. We're the most powerful country in the world, and he's saying we were going to lose our democracy and republic uh, to a bunch of protesters 
with flagpoles and uh, and animal piss. Well, he had to say that, Rich, or people will start to realize he didn't win. He has to say that, or people will start to realize we didn't audit the vote. And after you shut it down, you stole it in your Democrat sewer areas. But what he does know is the people who can read, they can't stand this piece of garbage calling himself the president. They know he stole the election. There's one thing they don't have. They don't have respect for the 81 million people who voted the other way. You're right. Absolutely none. I have no respect for them. I have no respect for you. I have no tolerance for corruption and failure, which is your administration. Because I know what you are. I know what you've always been. You've always been a cheat. You've always been a liar. And now you're a usurper. Vote for my candidacy. Vote for your candidacy. And then my favorite is the accusation of fascism. The accusation of Marxism or socialism or dictatorship. When that's what keeps these Democrats in power in their districts. I was listening to two different stories I want you to hear. For the last few weeks, we've been talking about all the respiratory viruses surging after the holidays. COVID, the flu and RSV. By the way, guess which one is Chicago? are all hitting hard. And new tonight at 10, there's a warning from health officials statewide. CBS News' Jermont Terry spoke with a local expert about what we all need to know. Jermont. Erica, as those COVID cases gradually increase, health leaders are reminding people to take the necessary precautions and protecting themselves. This, as Chicago saw, a 13% spike in just a week with no signs of this virus letting up. This week, Chicagoans welcomed in 2024. And despite the new year, COVID refuses to go away, thanks to a new J1N1 variant. But it is definitely spreading quickly. Across Illinois, there are 888 new COVID hospital admissions. That's a 17.2% change from the prior week. Epidemiologist Katrine Wallace says this recent surge... Man, this media in Chicago really sucks, huh? I mean, it's just impossible to get through. It's combined by the fact so many people traveled recently. It was already starting before the holiday, uh, and now it is increasing. The spike is resulting in Chicago area hospitals to change its policy. Starting Monday, Silver Cross hospitals will join the likes of Rush Medical Center and mandating masks once again. He mean masks, but that's okay. Words are hard. And what they know is what you know. Masks. Do guts on ghoul. And it doesn't matter. Makes them feel good. And they're going to double down on the virus or the, the vaccine, the shot, that not only proves completely ineffective, but actually looks to be tremendously harmful. Myocarditis. You got the Jimmy leg. You get the Bell's palsy. And that's if you're lucky. Stroke out. Have to learn how to walk again. So there are good states in the country taking the opposite position. And you'll never believe it. They're not Democrat sewers. Florida's Surgeon General is calling into question the safety of the mRNA COVID vaccine. Dr. Joseph Latipo is calling for a stop to the use of the vaccine. But federal... Stop! Stop! In fact, you can't even get it. We don't even want it here. Take that and put it in the Democrat areas. Officials disagree with him. News Channel Ace Melissa Marino has the story from Tampa. This is a copy of the letter that Dr. Joseph Latipo sent to the FDA saying he has concerns about the safety of the vaccine and he's now recommending against it. Now, this goes against. Now, by the way, let's pretend you weren't in this hyper Democrat, Republican, whatever it is. Why isn't every doctor saying this? And I mean, every doctor. One thing is for certain. If you're 
if you don't think it's dangerous, you have to admit it doesn't work at all. But the fascists, the Marxists, the Democrat mafia just wants to have an upper hand and absolute total control over their constituents. So they'll double down on things they know don't work, like masks. You'll wear them again, and you're already seeing it. It's amazing to me the willingness for people to be slaves. But then again, I guess it does work on the Republican side. They keep paying for all this nonsense. What the FDA and other local vaccine experts are saying, they say that advice could be dangerous. In an unprecedented move, Florida's Surgeon General calling to halt the use of the mRNA COVID vaccine going against the FDA. We continue to live in a world where the CDC and the FDA, uh, when it comes to COVID at least, are just beating their own path in a direction that is inexplicable. This is why I'd like to put a new bill forward if I was a Republican. I want doctors and lawyers and everybody in every occupation to identify themselves as a Democrat or a non-Democrat. Because the Democrats are going to stick with losers. They are going to stick with failures. There is no loss great enough. There is no failure obvious enough. They will continue to chant for their own destruction. I've never met somebody that yelled for four more years of this dimwood in diapers. Have you? And if you have, do you really want to live next door to him or use him as a doctor or a lawyer? Me either. 312-642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. First of all, Joe Biden didn't win in 2020, and he's the president today. So all of these people who care about the Iowa caucuses and the rest of it, call me silly. I'm not going to play the game. I'm well aware of what happened on election night. The election was stolen. But I do enjoy when the Democrats say the quiet part out loud. Here's a Democrat, Yvette Clark, congressional birthing person from New York City. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. We have a diaspora that that can absorb a significant number of these migrants. And, you know, when I hear uh, colleagues talk about, uh, you know, the the doors of the inn being closed, um, no room in the inn, I'm saying, you know, I I need more people in my district just for redistricting purposes. And those members could could clearly uh, fit here. We need them. We're losing people. Honest Americans who are sick of the corruption, sick of the nonsense and the failure flood. So let's bring these new ones in. And the nice part is the new illegal aliens have the anonymity, have the privacy rights that I thought we had. I don't think any of them are vaccinated. I don't think for anything. I like the fact that there's no leverage on them and they don't know where their bank accounts are. Nobody seems to care. It's almost more beneficial to be one. And in New York City, you can vote. I think they've been voting anyway. God knows the cemeteries have. Scott in Sycamore. Hey, Sean, how's it going? Splendid. One of, the, one of these days, I got to go to one of your events just so you and I can talk about Melrose Park a little bit. But Sure. You know, I, I, I got to comment on this, this whole COVID BS stuff going on. You know, what's amazing to me is all of these politicians and the people on the news, they talk about, you know, believe the science, believe the science, until the science doesn't agree with them. And then it changes to, but why are you listening to just the science? What about people's feelings and all this other BS? while ignoring basic human immunities and going, hey, do you know, you need to be exposed to stuff in order for your body to build up immunities. 
we ate pennies and dirt and drank from hoses and all the crazy crap we did as kids. And guess what? I got COVID, kicked my butt for two weeks, and then I've got it three more times since then and did nothing to me. Oh, you must be vaccinated. So, um, now, here's the thing, no. Scott. Uh, it's not just science. Science is just a weapon they use when they bastardize the actual data. It's fact. This isn't science. It's fact. Masks do nothing, but they make the slaves feel comfortable. It's a it's a comfy blanket for slaves. Dave in Downers Grove. Yeah, Sean. I just want to say uh, I refer to Joe Biden as commander in chief. But anyways, um, I like traitor and thief never- myself. But you know. I, I, I like to I like to encompass him with what he is, a lion, traitor, and a thief. But go ahead. Well, he's also commander of freaks too. Yeah. But anyways, I, I never bought into this, this COVID vaccine plan pandemic. I never got the vaccine. I smoked, and I try to tell my family all it does is ruin your immunity because they're all getting COVID. I've never been sick, and everyone that I know that hasn't gotten the, the vaccine hasn't gotten sick in three years. Now, My doctor please. even said that nicotine, all his patients on nicotine is were getting sick either. Dave, listen, there's a doctor out there called John Campbell. He, for now, has a YouTube channel. He's been taken down a few times. Take a look at, at, at what, his, what he reviews, which is the uptick in unexplained deaths of all age groups. And the vast majority are in populations that have been heavily vaccinated. And this is something that gets no attention here in America because it's an election year and they're doubling down, kid. You book it here. They are doubling down. Tony Bartlett. Sean, the basic illogic of the whole argument of the masks and the same argument applies to the vaccine is simple. If you say the mask works, I say, okay. And you're wearing a mask, uh-huh, so you're protected, uh-huh. It's not good enough. What do you care what I do? Oh, no, Tony. you got to be a slave, too. Don't you understand how this game works? It's like the old neighborhood. you got to believe this guy's good, too. It's the same fascism. They, don't, they know it doesn't work. They want a badge, a recognition. It's saying, I'm a Democrat mafia member. Look at my badge. That's all it is. They know it doesn't work. And if they don't know it doesn't work, then they have an excuse. They're morons. Well, and that argument applies even if it does work. If it, if it works and you're protected, what do you care what I'm doing? Yeah, well, here's my, my thing. If God wanted me to wear a mask, he would have made me look like Dr. Awardy. Woof! Thank you very much for the call. Candace, Mount Pleasant. Hi, Sean. Have you seen this documentary yet called The Great Taking? The, last guy, the guy's last name is Webb, W-E-B-B. Is it only on, uh, is it on, was it on Rumble? Somebody sent it to me. Is it well, fairly I, new? Uh, yes, it is on Rumble, and everybody should watch it because, yeah. and, and, you know, you used to be a traitor. So yeah. he talks about how they changed the UNN code, a UCC code in 1994. And this is what Charles Schwab is talking about, a Klaus Schwab is talking about when he says you'll own nothing. Because they, you remember how they collateralized the mortgages? Yes. Well, they did the same thing with all our funds and our 401k, so... You know, they've used all this stuff. They've inflated these things. And so we're not going to have anything when we go to, you know. And even if you are getting the pension now, it's going to run out. 100% Candace, for sure. The, 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 the term debt super cycle, debt super cycle, you listen to that term. You're going to hear it more and more. Because when you realize that with record revenues, it doesn't matter. 
we are wallowing in bankruptcy. And now they're going to double down on stupid. And there's not even a pushback. There are not elected Republicans outside of a handful that even discuss it anymore. It's normal now. Sean, this guy was a nerd. He was a computer nerd. And he first went to Wall Street. And he was the guy who, like, did the nitty-gritty work that nobody else wanted to do. And he actually had a meeting with Soros. And Soros told him he was nuts. Either Soros knew what he was saying was true or he just didn't understand it. But they they figured it out because they didn't, then they changed the law. But this everybody has to watch it. The great taking on Rumble dot com. You're gonna it's gonna blow your mind. It's amazing. Love it. it and this she's also not ugly enough to wear a mask. Uh, is it on YouTube? YouTube too. Uh, how, do I got time? Scroll. How much time I got? Thirty seconds. Craig, you got twenty seconds. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Here's my question. Lloyd Austin. You're talking about it all day. He's going into the hospital. He went in for some elective surgery and he's in the hospital. Is he getting his private parts worked on or did he get the sh- uh, shot? What's going on with that guy? He got a boil removed from his rectal region. Yeah. I think the, I think it's I think yeah. its name was Pete. All right, we'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody... One of the most important people in my life, decades ago, told me a successful mind never rests. That's what I think about when I read about my next guest, and I've had the pleasure of talking to him a couple of times. He's one of those minds. He never really rests. He's the founding partner of Finance Technologies, a global macro alternative investment firm, but he didn't start out there. He started out in finance. He spent some time at BlackRock. He went on with some colleagues when he didn't like what he saw, to found Ocean Square Asset Management. He also is the author of the book Cause Unknown, the Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021. I want to have him on to discuss all of these topics. It's never been a better time to talk to Edward Dowd. Edward, how are you? Sean, good to be here. Hello, Chicago. Yes, yes, yes. And you know, it's it's interesting. I started my show off talking about why Chicago, the once great city, is now an example of why people should never vote Democrat. Uh, It is a a snake that eats its tail and pretends it's a good hunter. The economics of the Democrat mafia are economics of futility and bankruptcy. When you see our national debt increasing at $1.2 billion an hour, isn't that the platform to destroy a once great country? Yeah, it's gotten so bad that we added a trillion dollars to the deficit. Went from 33 to $34 trillion in 100 days. That's about three months. We're, we're at this kind of acceleration phase that, if it continues, it's, it's game over in five years. I've been calling it a debt super cycle. It's like nothing we've ever seen. And we have this so-called new speaker who's either a moron or somebody who's profiting from the, from the bankruptcy of his nation as he, on a Sunday, cuts a deal with Chuck Schumer to just greenlight another $1.6 trillion. But what's fascinating is what never gets talked about. I think you and I have talked about it, actually, in our past interview. When you are counting spending as revenue, it's game over. 
And I think this country has been doing that for at least 30 years. It's spending money and taxing itself and counting that as revenue. So the pool is tainted anyway. And when you see that revenue to the federal government is off by about $2 trillion since Joe Biden acquired the office. The, five years is a bold call. And I'm wondering, will it even take that long with World War III going on? You know, I wanted to be not too bombastic, but five, five is conservative. It yeah. could happen sooner. Uh, sure. And we got, this is an election year, and the Federal Reserve and the government, those in the administration, are going to try to prop up this economy before the election. And so they're literally, if you look at the real economic growth, it's, it was negative one last quarter. They reported four-something percent GDP growth. You back out all the government transfers and, and, and like you said, you know, spending, uh, we had minus 1% real GDP growth. So we, the only thing keeping the game afloat is the Federal Reserve uh, with their bank term lending program that stopped the, 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 the bank runs in March of last year and the federal government spending and adding jobs. And the job growth, the private sector lost a million and a half last month, but, you know, they reported a positive number because of all the the, the Mickey Mouse jobs they add in the government's payrolls, which don't produce anything. They, they Remember, people, they produce nothing. You know what's funny? I always thought, and I mean this, Edward, when I was down in the pits and all of this, that the competition between guys who wanted to make money, traders, managers, asset managers, companies, that competition brought a certain integrity to the markets. But yet you're hard-pressed to hear people talk the way you and I are talking. In fact, they're continuing to promote the lipstick on the pig, the propaganda that is keeping my fellow Americans in this, uh, in this ignorance is bliss conundrum that we're in. Nobody is talking about the fact we are on a bankruptcy loop. And it can be stopped, but not if you don't recognize it. Can it be stopped if you don't recognize it? No. You, 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 we, the first uh, thing is to admit we have a problem, and, and the, the media is doing their, their, their best efforts to suppress that information. This is a disaster. Uh, we saw Newsweek, even the mainstream media has to report some real news. They're talking about massive layoffs coming. They're blaming some of it on AI. But it's sure enough, uh, the real economic activity is c- uh, collapsing. Money supply, when COVID came, they printed like drunken sailors and money supply expanded 65%. Biggest increase ever. Then they started raising interest rates to curb inflation. And then money supply cratered year-over-year growth negative in November of 2022. There's an 18-month lag effect on the, on the economic activity. So when they did the COVID spending, 18 months later, inflation showed up. November of 22, the money, the money supply started to de- decrease year over year. That's called deflation. That's going to show up in uh, job losses, and that's coming, and that's going to mature around May of this year. So the Biden administration the Federal Reserve have, have a lot of work to do to prevent the collapse from coming, and they're going to try their best. And if, if it does happen, they'll try to blame it on another narrative, some war, uh, some terrorist attack, some nonsense. But the fault lies at the feet of the central bankers and the politicians. Could there be this many elected congressmen and senators? I mean, this. I mean, some of them, I mean, the vast majority of them are lawyers and some are trust fund babies. But are there this few people who understand basic economics. We're talking Econ 101 stuff. This isn't like advanced econ- economic uh, Keynesianism. We're talking about the definition 
of a bankruptcy. And they're continuing to promote it. And I'm, I'm just concerned as to, as to why you're not hearing a lot of discussion about it. I was lucky enough to be around in the 70s when we had Jimmy Carter come on and say, you're going to have to get used to not doing so well. There was a massive uproar when, uh, you know, the pushback under the Reagan. If you didn't like Reagan, he's adding to the deficit. He's adding to the debt. All of it, all of my life. This is the first time in my adult life I haven't heard anybody really advocate for fiscal responsibility. Well, I think a lot of people in Congress are not bright. And uh, unfortunately, the other problem, and this is a study done on Wall Street uh, by some hedge funds to look at what goes on in Congress. And they, they found out something very interesting. Year one, when they enter, their net worth is uh, like, you know, $50,000. By year five, their net worth is $5 million, mysteriously. Average congressperson. So average. There's... <laughs> Average. So, so this is a study done by some hedge funds. So, look, corruption and bribery—it's become systemic to the point where most of you know most of the people are dumb and getting paid to shut up. That's where we are right now. So, I'm going to tell you about how sad it is for me, somebody who loved his city, loved it, loved it, and now it's just a—it's an absolute disgrace. It truly is. But there's a story that came out that I find absolutely fascinating. And the story is about a building at 300 West Adams. It's a 12-story building, all right? 2012, it sells for $51 million in 2012. Uh, there's Blackstone Group recently invested $500 million in the lower floors to the past owners. $500 million in the lower floors. The building sold recently for $4 million. These are the kind of deals that are a tell of what exactly is happening in these financial districts in these Democrat once great cities. Now, unfortunately, sewers of vacancy and absolute, you know, we have 6 million square feet vacant in Chicago. How does this go practically unnoticed? It's on maybe a, a Crane's business paper it was mentioned in in Chicago. How does this kind of thing go unmentioned on a nightly news? I mean, this is... This is big business. This is a big, once great city. Can they keep a lid on this kind of stuff? Because no, you know, we're not talking no. about the, the commercial the debt industry. What's going on with that? Can they keep a lid on this sale? I mean, this to me is catastrophic. Yeah, so this is occurring in all the major blue cities. Same in San Francisco. I was talking to someone on the phone. He used to live there. And he said rents are down 90% and buildings uh, downtown San Fran that once you know, I, he quoted like something that went for two hundred million being sold for like twenty. These these types of things, people can't you know attract tenants because the downtowns are filthy and full of crime, and no one wants to work there. This this is this is a, this is going to be a big problem. And, and to your point on the commercial real estate, that's going to become a big story because all the loans are maturing uh, in twenty four and twenty five. So that's going to be be hitting the headlines soon enough because everybody. That uh, is in that that has a, someone has the loan on that downtown property, and they're underwater. They're going to have to report it soon enough or write it off, and you know that's going to have both consequences across the financial world. Ed, do we know how many private and even big investment retirement funds, four hundred one ks and whatnot, are invested in these? I mean, the ripple of this kind of thing, to me could be something catastrophic that the government is banking on. Because one thing we learned from COVID, people are willing to be slaves. 
they're willing to not question stupidity and uh, in a bipartisan fashion. This is this is a Trump slam too. the idea the kicking out of the trillions of dollars and all the rest of it. So this to me, you know, you have to kind of forecast long term. This to me is the play. Because the fact of the matter is, in this kind of economic catastrophe where people get their pensions wiped out and the rest of it, they're going to be willing to do anything. Is that ultimately where you see the future economically going in America? Yeah, so we put out an inflation report, uh, I think yesterday or the day before, and it's you know four-page report highlighting what we've talked about already for a while. What, what, what we see is uh, the, the economy and the financial markets eventually succumbing to deflationary pressures because of uh, the, the tightness of the interest rates. And, in, and we feel that, it, you know, we don't know how low the stock market is going to go, but there'll be a response from the Federal Reserve and the government. And the response likely is going to be more quantitative easing and maybe other tools like a central bank digital currency and a universal basic income tied to it to those who are jobless who have no uh, prospects. So in the, in the depths of despair, look for a central bank digital currency to be um, floated and universal basic income. And, of course, if you're in fear and you can't feed your family, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Median income for the government worker is 143000 Median for the citizen is eighty-eight. That, to me, is the greatest tell at all. But what's your advice to the ordinary guy, the hardworking guy, working his ass off, raising kids, biggest asset might be a home that he's overtaxed on i mean the real advice to kind of wait this out isn't to jump in and accumulate more debt is it it's is it to pay off debt? what do you what do you advise the average worker coming home from his first job probably an hour away from his second job what do you advise him to do well i i i so eventually this all leads to austerity for the you know the global governments of the world they have to curtail their spending as a as a head of a household you should start doing that yourself. Do you, you know, start cutting. Look at your burn rate. Do you really need cable TV? Do you watch it that much? Do you need this? Do you need that? Get your burn rate as low as possible so you've got your rent or mortgage covered and you can feed the kids. And everything else is, uh, is you know, uh, I mean, I remember in the 70s, we didn't go out to restaurants. My, my dad <laughs> was working at an insurance company. Restaurants were a big Going out for a restaurant trip was like a big, big deal. Yeah. I think a lot of us have gotten a little too soft and we have to tighten the belt. And then if you've got money in 401ks, you know, move it over to a money market, short-term money market uh, offering that they give, and then wait out the storm and then go back into the stock market. But, yeah, I, I would start tightening the belt now um, and, and just really hunker down and, uh, and start making lots of friends of like-minded individuals. You're going to need support of others. You know, a lot of people will pick up and, you know, I, 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 you know, we all love to help people when the times get tough, as long as you're not, you know, an asshole and, uh, People yeah. are going to, um, you know, not want to help you. Yeah. He's Edward Dow. That's what I love about you. You, you. you know, you can always tell a guy who made his money. He never forgets how he did it and what it's like not to have it. That's the beauty of having Edward Dow on, author of Cause Unknown. We didn't even talk about your book. You know what that means. i got to have you back. All right? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> the book is called Unknown, the Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021. He is Edward Dow. Thanks again for your time, my friend. I appreciate you. Thank you, Sean. Take care. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest. In the nation. And around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. AM560. The answer. 
He said Hamas home. Easy, squirrel. No need to get the dumb button. The article was written in CoStar.com. I think I said uh, Cranes. Cranes wasn't smart enough to tell you about Igor Gobble. Gobble, gobble. Igor Gobble paid $4 million for a half-vacant building that sold for $51 million way back in 2012. I hope that Igor hired one of those Democrat mafia law firms to get the taxes lowered. You're going to have to get the taxes lowered. And Burke's got a little heat on him. You might want to go over to Madigan. He'll never see a day. Greg and LaGrange. How are you, Sean? Good. Not as good as Igor Gobble, but I'm doing good. It's interesting that um, after the market went up last year, um, that even I'm sticking in short-term cash because I'm just concerned. I mean, I just I know this is just a this Pump is and just dump. A train wreck. But yeah, but your the, your guest Edward Dowd is interesting. What's his website? I have to look him up, and I'll definitely check out his book. Oh, Honey Bunny, what do you got Dave, for the website there? You got the website? I always forget Edward Dowd's website. We'll get you. We'll effort to get you the website, Edward Dowd. See, because he's got a fund. And in order to get to that, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta fill out all kinds yeah. of paperwork or whatnot. But Edward Dowd's book, um, I think, takes you to his website. We'll we'll find out what okay. that is. Go ahead. Yeah. But uh, here's the thing: when a guy like that, the reason I like having him on is he saw what he didn't like. He was at BlackRock. Could you imagine if he just kept his mouth shut? He was in the beginning. He could have been all over the TV. He saw what he didn't like. Him and two other guys, they left. And they, uh, they started Ocean Square Assets Management. I think it's OceanSquare.com, but I'm not totally sure. Uh, Ocean Square Asset Management. And he did so well that he just writes books now. And, you know, he's aggravated like all of us who love a country that gave us this opportunity. So he writes a book talking about another great scam, Cause Unknown, the Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021. Uh, what is it, honey bunny? Oh. PHI is how you spell finance. FinanceTechnologies.com is how you can find his site. Excellent. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. You too. It's important that people understand the game is to distract you from the thievery and the backdoor nationalizing of your life and your assets. See, that's, that's what's happening right now. That's why nobody talks to you about a startling statistic. Every hour of every day, $1.2 billion is added to the debt that they cannot fraud. That's including the spending that shows up as taxes. That's including the employment revisions of $800,000 in one year, let alone the employment directly by the government or the companies that are funded by the government, which means they're not employment at all. They're tax liabilities to you and me. See, it's about time we start to put the pressure where it deserves, on Congress. Now, the Democrats are in. They're too stupid. They're too corrupt. Just ask Nancy Pelosi. So we have to handle this with care. We Shut up, inside trading whore. So we have the Republicans. But what do the Republicans do? Now to some breaking news to tell you about. Congress and the White House may be closer to avoiding a partial government shutdown in 12. Not one Republican congressman wants to talk about the debt. Not one. They're just going to continue to give blank checks. That's why it's going to take you to prepare for what's coming. We'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. It's a good song. Big fan. In fact, I'm going to go home and watch that movie to relax. 
because the reality is we're supposed to be all tuned up. It's an election year. I don't get cheated and then get excited about getting cheated again. Over 140 police officers were injured. Jill and I attended the funeral of police officers who died as a result of the events of that day. Which ones? Which ones are we lying about now? Wrong. You know, it, I mean, it's just one lie after the next lie. He spoke today in uh, South Carolina, James Claiborne, corrupt version of Mike Madigan, Democrat Mafia District, where you heard the four more years. So people are going to sit idly by as the Democrat Mafia steals yet another one because that is now the precedent, not president, precedent. Let's be clear about the 2020 election. Trump exhausted every legal avenue available to him to overturn the election. But we didn't have one audit. Not one. Your Democrat scum judges ran cover the way they do in Chirac, New York, New Jersey, everywhere else they hold a bench. In the meantime, we didn't have one real audit. I just want to know, were they alive? Were they same-day registration? How did they come in after the four hours? How did you win that very small percentage exactly where you had to? So all of that, and none of that gets talked about. The Fed surrection is the news every time you bring it up. Everyone. But the legal path... Just took Trump back to the truth that I'd won the election and he was a loser. Wrong. Yeah, it is wrong. 81 million people alive or living or qualified didn't vote. We understand exactly how it happened. After all, you're Democrats. You've been doing it since the country started. You've always been doing it. You do it everywhere you are. And in the meantime, you don't recognize what you are. You see, you're the fascist, Marxist, corrupt mafia members. We're just the ones that are asking for truth. Echoing the same exact language used in Nazi Germany. He proudly posts on social media the words that best describe his 2024 campaign. Quote, revenge, quote, power, and quote, dictatorship. What? It kind of sums up not just your own legacy since you stole the office but every one of these democrats sewer areas every single one of them i just personally like when you on occasion say the quiet part out loud and from brooklyn new york we have a diaspora that that can absorb a significant number of these migrants and i that you know when i hear uh colleagues talk about uh you know the 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 doors of the inn being closed um, no room in the end. I'm saying, you know, I, I need more people in my district, but just for redistricting purposes. And you got to keep the cheat. Keep the cheat. From all parts of the political spectrum, one of the biggest issues that we have when it comes to immigration is the fact that we have an undocumented population. Mm-hmm. Now, you can fix that by trying to build a wall, or you can fix that by trying to document people and create a path to citizenship. Mm-hmm. We have one called our immigration laws, the ones you nullify, the ones you circumvent. And the good and the reason that you do it, and it's obvious now, and the good news is everybody could see it, you just need another excuse to steal the money in all these districts, right? Chicago, $95 million of the COVID money will go for the uh, illegal aliens, and uh, there's not really much pushback about that. None at all. It's uh, kind of expected because, after all, it's a Democrat area. Lawrence, Chicago. 
Happy New Year, uh, Sean. Uh, you know, Happy sad year. news for all the, you know, independents out there and all the law-abiding people. I was in co- court today, January 6th. I was at January 6th. I was standing up really nonviolent, demanding integrity in elections. I was asking for a forensic audit for at least the swing states yeah. to see what the real numbers are. And uh, they upgraded my charges at the end of the week. Uh, right before the third anniversary, and uh, the truth will come out at the end. Now, i got to say, when you say upgraded your charges, that's not like uh, United upgrading your seat, is it? I mean, you make it sound like a good thing. It's not really a good thing when you get upgraded charges, is it? No, it's not at all. Uh, you know, it's, it's another, uh, it's a felony charge. It's serious <laughs> stuff. You know, yeah, I, I, have taken, I have taken this serious from day one you that uh, politics is a blood sport, and yeah. the more President Trump screams at the DOJ and the FBI, they're taking it out on the little guy like myself. Oh, but really? my, uh, my website is legas 4 usa L-I-G-A-S for USA.com. I need help. I've never asked for help for 30 years. I've been helping the, the voiceless. I've been helping the hurting. Now, if we want to get some election integrity, if we want to get some forensic audit, I need help. So, uh, but stay, let's stay real. Lawrence, I wish you the best of luck, really, because you are the attack. Uh, you are the, the, uh, the, the example du jour of exactly what the government is capable of. As how many people sit in a cell? At least Lawrence is out. How many people sit in a cell without being charged officially? or given their day in court, or the right representation. And the information out is you have to listen to this dimwit, this fraud in diapers, pretend it was an insurrection without a gun. I mean, aside from the one that killed the veteran, the woman, 110 pounds. Because guess what? It's all the fence line communities that get hurt. Wait, where is he? Where is he? Squirrel, where is this stupid son of a... Where is he? Because, Donald, because of Donald Trump's lies... They died because these lies brought a mob to Washington. Yeah. No, just people who knew what you did after you shut the countdown. Just people who knew what your organizations did of ballot harvesting, of same-day registration. Just like the New York scallywag who needs illegals to redistrict or spread out the, the areas that she supposedly represents. Chuck in Bellevin. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Sean. Um, so... Anyway, uh, when they went down to South Carolina to start stirring a pot and beating the drum about what happened, I don't yeah. know how many years ago, uh, everybody up in Wisconsin, I'm serious, everybody's up in Wisconsin, up in Wakash, uh, um, when, when they had the, the parade, when they drove through and they injured 68 people. and They, they killed the women, yeah. Eight, they, ki- they killed eight dancing grandmothers. Yeah. When, 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 when is Kamala Harris and when is Joe Biden going to come up here Dude. and say there, I'm sorry. So anytime there's a shooting, they go immediately there and they say, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Gun control, gun control, gun control. But everybody, they never visited Waukesha. So yeah, but Chuck, I'm, do you I'm want just, them? Do you want to, I don't know. Maybe it's, I, I don't want scumbags around my people. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. Scumbag. They, they need to when do I have that. a relative die, they I don't want to scumbags to come to the funeral. They don't need to do any. They're scum of the no, earth. They, they, did, they, they, they did these grannies. They did their families a favor. You really, what difference does it make 
what Joe Biden and the lying, thieving Democrats have to say. Do you need their condolences? Do you need their interpretation of the facts? They lie about everything. Over 140 police officers were injured. July. Were those the ones that were dressed as the Trump supporters that twisted their ankle when they were breaking stuff? Which exactly were the ones that did that? Because when you listen to what they said, they didn't seem like they were getting injured or it was anything like your interpretation. Nothing like that at all. Where are we on the approval? Where are we on the approval? Just any minute now. Any minute. I'm going to get any minute. Finally, at 2.09, 71 minutes later, 2.09, I'm finally given approval. Think about that. 71 minutes later. I immediately He's the my- highest-ranking police officer for the Capitol. He's saying he was told to hold. Hold! Stinger said we've got approval. I was so pissed off, I made sure that the watch commander, I'm in the command center, I yelled to John Wisham, the lieutenant, that's my watch commander, I said, John, mark the time as 2.10. I finally got approval for the National Guard. Now, that New mad? Jersey State Police beat them to the Capitol before the D.C. National Guard arrived at the Capitol. I had D.C. National Guard's men and women that were infuriated. They were so pissed off that they weren't allowed to respond. They were extremely upset. The Fed's erection of entrapment of decent people who understood. Joe Biden is illegitimate. He didn't win anything. He stole it. And they avoided the audit perfectly. I wonder what they're going to do in 2024. Mask up! 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. So in this election cycle, I guess people are going to pretend that it matters uh, who the nominee is. To me, it doesn't. Unless, of course, you want the illusion that uh, there's a Republican in charge. Nikki Haley is a liberal. She is all in on the four tenets of neoliberalism, which are white guilt of finance-based economy, mass immigration, and endless neocon wars. Stri- I just wish she'd stop using the word liberal. He means Marxist, but all right. Away all the outward characteristics, and Nikki Haley is identical in her priorities to Joe Biden and the people who back Joe Biden. Which is why the greatest push is for Nikki Haley. And it's interesting because... Um, Ron DeSantis is supposed to be who you rally against. I voted for him as governor where I live. However, I wouldn't be too excited about voting for him for president. Not at all. Ironically, the only person outside of Trump that even speaks the way I like is Vivek Ramaswamy, who unfortunately is the culprit of a biotech fraud that I can't get uh, my mind around and pretend that this time he's telling me the truth. So here we are in this quandary again. But in the meantime, our so-called Republican Party... They're going to continue to do what they always do, write the checks. 12 days, House Speaker Mike Johnson announced an agreement has been reached on top-line spending levels. He calls it the... None of it! We didn't use it for one thing with the, 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 the fraud in the Pentagon, the same Pentagon that Lloyd Austin is supposed to be in charge of and disappeared for a week and nobody gave a rip as his second-in-command was on vacation. Doesn't matter, because they can't account for 50 cents out of every dollar anyway. So the Republicans don't care about that money. They don't care about the domestic fraud in the plans that Joe Biden put forward to finance the eco-Nazism, the absolute and total swindle that is not only bankrupting our so-called American motor companies, because it is. In fact, Ford dealers around the country don't want the EVs. American people don't want the EVs. They didn't tell them about the cost. 
They all told him to swindle. Climate change, climate change, climate change. That's the golden goose that'll come up this year in a big way. That and the Fed's erection. Allow me to show you two other charts. This one is the monthly temperature deviations from normal month by month for Alaska in 2012. Ten out of the 12 months were colder than average. The winter months were much colder than average. And how about this chart? It shows that for the winter now ending, the extent of sea ice around the North Pole is more or less average for the last 20 years. None of it matters. Facts don't matter. Truth doesn't matter. In the meantime, they'll chant four more years. Four more years. Four more years for who? Because he's making history. In the meantime, he has a hard time making a sentence. But history, he can make. I'm keeping my commitment to you. That's the America we're building together. Instead of erasing history, we're making history. Is there a Democrat in America today that gives a rip about the national debt? Of course not. Why would they? After all, if things get too expensive, you can get your stimulus check from three years ago. Hey guys, it's your girl Shalane. I'm back today with another video. In today's video, we're going to discuss this is your last chance, guys, to claim your stimulus checks. And I'm so serious. You can still get your stimulus money from 2020 or 2021. So if you received the wrong amount or you never received a check, I'm going to tell you how you can get it. As well as we're going to discuss... Vote Democrat. That's how you can get it. Kevin Libertyville. Hey, Sean, how are you this evening, sir? Good, Kevin. I wanted to fit you in before we got to go. Okay, real quick. Um, I've seen a lot of Vivek, and and I love listening to him. I think he's very um, upfront with his facts, and he doesn't leave a lot on the table in terms of questions. I know you're not a fan of his, Um I, I want to be. I'm not a fan him. of his real history. I'm a fan of what he says know, on the trail. I know. I know. Yeah. That's that's why I'm calling. Because I've seen him in front of a crowd of 20 or 30 in Iowa, which is not unusual. But I, have you ever reached out to him and said, hey, come on my show and... and, and I have not. Have Early... Out? I have not, because I would love... when I'm, If I ever have the opportunity, I'm going to ask him specifically about why I have a hard time believing a word that comes out of his mouth. I want to know how he didn't know what that drug was. I want to know why it's still, he changed the name three times, why he got the fire. I want to know those questions because to me, I like what he says, but that's what con men do, right? They always get you to like them. You're, you're a fair man. I mean, listen to you, you're a fair person. Yeah. And I think those are questions that, you know, you know, you have your own opinion and your own answers to them, and I'm sure you're comfortable with them. Yeah. But your audience, you know, we listen to him talk, and we're like, God damn, this guy yeah. has, uh, he, he said Hamas hole. Don't worry. Yeah. He, 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 he listen, I've said it, I've said it every time I talk, uh, talk about him. I love the way he lies to me. I love it. But I want to make sure if he isn't, if he isn't, I'll say I was wrong and I'm sorry. But I still have a hard time with what I know it takes to take a to take a company public. How did he not? You would know? have you would have the you would have a uh, pay per view show if if this ever <laughs> came to be. 
All right. Well, we'll work. Kevin and Libertyville, thank you for the suggestion. And we will, we, you know, I'll offer to get him on. I really will. I would love that conversation. And thank you. I love the fact you listen. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little So on my weekend, I don't spend five seconds on anything to do with sports. Not five seconds. I just review everything I think I missed during the week. So I go through a lot of financial channels. And I was reviewing Stuart Varney, who I have a love-hate relationship with. I'm dying to meet him. I have to tell you, I'm absolutely dying to meet him. And while I'm reviewing Stuart Varney, I see what looks like a fourth musketeer on Stuart Varney's show. His Van Dyke was trimmed perfectly. He even had a tie pin on with a handkerchief coming out of the top pocket. He was absolutely magnificent. Come to find out, it's my very own E.J. Antoni on Stuart Varney and... It was a killer segment. You made the English guy laugh, and your points were spot on. How do you keep doing it, kid? <laughs> hey, Sean, I learned from the best, so thank you, sir. And it was absolutely a fantastic segment. And what I loved about it is it doesn't seem to matter to our congressman as in the dark of night on a Sunday afternoon, Congress cuts a deal before session starts. Has that ever happened before? Uh, you know, it, it has, and every time they do it, it's never anything good for the American people. You know, it actually reminds me of, Sean, was how they passed the Federal Reserve Act back in 1913. They did it at night, right before Congress left for Christmas recess, and no one was going to stick around to actually read what was in the bill. So a- anytime we have this last-minute nonsense or this dead-of-night shady deals it is always to the disadvantage of the american people this is no exception well what's hard for me to wrap my mind around is i don't mind opponents i face them all my life i like an opponent there's a certain integrity in opposition right you can have that debate you can argue but being from my old neighborhood even if you didn't like the guy whatever you were from the neighborhood one thing you could guarantee you would not get punched in the back of your head because that guy had your back what these republicans are doing on a regular basis is sabotaging our positions as the opposition to the democrat mafia and it's this is the third time now for this pretend speaker to me there has to be a talk of getting this fraud out of a position he clearly doesn't deserve is there any murmur among people who are not in the mafia or have they all been bought off to the pelosi fund no there there is a lot of talk right now sean and and from what i can gather Uh, from my sources on the Hill, it sounds like the only hesitation right now is finding someone who can replace Johnson, who, uh, you know, can replace him, meaning can actually get the votes to become speaker, who will also do what is necessary. So the question is, is Johnson just the least bad option we have right now? I mean, if that's the case, we're in a pretty, pretty terrible state of affairs. So hopefully there is a replacement for him that we can find and soon, because I, I think Johnson is just, uh, you know what, he, he has no spine when it comes to dealing None. with these big spenders. None. And he's more concerned, and this is a flaw of, I think, a lot of, a lot of people. They're more concerned what their opposition thinks of them 
than themselves. I honestly don't know how this guy went to sleep last night. I don't know how Republicans aren't completely outraged. But what they have on their side is a complacent, ignorant media. I think you and I are the only ones talking about it today. I could be wrong, but I haven't heard a big outcry. I haven't seen it on the financial. Not even Stuart Varney brought it up. Now, you have a direct connection. I mean, don't you think that at a certain point, before the inevitable collapse of the once great, once richest nation in the world, don't you think it should be at least bantied about, discussed, or at least somebody bring to the attention that we're accumulating $1.2 billion an hour on the national debt every hour of every day? Sean, I think the problem here is the fact that we've been heading down the wrong fiscal road for, for years, for decades even. And, and because we haven't actually fallen off the cliff yet, there have just been there's just so many of the American people and the and the folks in the media who at this point are just complacent. They have bought into the modern monetary theory lie that because doom hasn't come yet, it will never arrive. I mean, I mean it, it's like saying, look, we continue to to drive towards the cliff, but because we haven't fallen over it yet, we never will. So there's a staggering statistic, right? This idea that um, rich people are paying. Rich people always pay, and da, 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 and the 1% and the 1%. And there's so much that isn't talked about. For instance, the 1% is fluid. Guys who invest and guys who have businesses can be in that 1% one minute, not be in it the next. But it seems to be that connected 1%. Once they're in, once they're part of the corrupt collectivism, then they're always in. That's the real aspect I see growing. So have the, the, the saboteurs to a free economy, to our economy. Have they successfully bastardized the principles by having the ignorance of Americans uh, on their side as they completely corporatize what used to be an economy? And you see a stock market that they don't care about the stocks in total. They only care about those select few that are counted in the Dow Jones. They could care less about the massive that are failing. They could care less about those in futility. They could care less about the ones in the Dow Jones that appear to be succeeding but are only existing on the government spending. Has the ignorance sheet of, of the willful moron been completely brought over their head, in your opinion? You know, not, not quite, Sean. We're close. But I would say it's not just the ignorance of, of a lot of Americans, because there are plenty of Americans who, who understand perfectly well what's going on, but they're benefiting from it. And so it's very difficult to convince them that the system needs to end. I mean, look at how many people we have in this country who not only do they not pay federal income tax, which is half of Americans, but then you have a huge portion of Americans who are on the dole in one way or another. They, they effectively have a negative federal yeah. income tax. You're trying to convince them to vote in such a way that will reduce their standard of living, at least in the short term. So when you see, you know, your newest article was about the money supply. Where are we at when it comes to the money supply? There's this, this myth which I don't like to promote, that the Federal Reserve is lightening their balance sheets. Are they, in fact, lightening the corruption and the printing of money, or have they found a very unique way to hide it? Well, if you, if you look at what we call high-powered money, you know, that portion of the money supply has been flat basically since, uh, like, the end of April. So this idea that, that somehow money is tightening right now isn't really the case 
credit might be getting a little tight, but that's just because the Treasury is sucking all the oxygen out of the room. They're borrowing so much that it's becoming difficult for, for people to get you know uh, a limit increase on their credit cards or get a mortgage, whatever the case may be. But this idea that, that somehow the, the Fed is like driving us uh, off a cliff or is is squeezing all the blood out of the economy. Nothing could be nothing could be further from the truth, quite frankly. The, the pace at which they're selling off the balance sheet has been very slow. Yes, they're still doing it, but they're going about it in a very slow way. And they also continue whenever they can to inject liquidity. Uh, you know, reverse repos have been coming down. That's a liquidity injection. The emergency loans that we had to the banking system, that's, that's a liquidity injection. And now they've created this huge arbitrage opportunity between interest on reserves and the bank term funding program, where a bank can literally borrow money from the Fed and then give the money right back to the Fed and earn interest on it. And that interest is more than the interest they're paying on the loan. So that's an injection of liquidity, too. It's, it's like every time How do you, you get around, in that position? That was, I, I love a good arbitrage. How do you get in that instantaneous profit of corruption? Or is it just the usual suspects? Oh, it's it's the usual suspects. So you basically have to be a big bank where you have a massive amount of, of cash reserves and you have plenty of uh, money coming in on your assets versus your liabilities. So the very banks that this was designed to help, the, the small banks who got on the wrong side of the interest rate trade, they can't really take advantage of it because the arbitrage is too small. But the big banks, they don't they aren't in a, a they're not cash strapped. And so they can devote literally hundreds of billions of dollars to this and when you're talking about 40 basis points it doesn't sound like a lot but when uh, it's on billions of dollars that's nothing to sneeze at no it's 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 just a, more evidence of the collectivist fraud that is destroying the quality of life for the honest guy and you know i knew when this all started the admission by the federal reserve we have to control your ability to live to obtain things you want, to pay for assets you already have. We have to make it harder for you so that this can go on. I knew that sooner or later it would pop up and expose the, 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 the players who chant for the corruption. And that's really what we're talking about, because you and I, as we talk about this, we're talking about those same oligarch funds that make money when times are good, but they make more when it's bad, which is why it's more advantageous to have a failure in a position of power, which is why Wall Street gives more money now to Democrats than they ever did to Republicans, right? Right. You know, Sean, it goes back to something you said earlier about uh, uh, stocks and not really caring about fundamentals, you know, broadly speaking. Today, good news is bad news when it comes to Wall Street, because bad news means Fed rate cuts, which means money printing, which means, quote unquote, free money for Wall Street which means they're going to see the, the price of all of their assets soar. Now, it's at the expense of the American people, obviously, but as far as they're concerned, it's good news. Something shocking going on, and that's the expansion of World War III. I mean, it, 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 it's insanity when you think of the continents which America is having military actions on. And when you talk about China and the fact that they are harassing our Navy, they are harassing our Air Force. And when you see the Pentagon unquestionably admit we can't find 50 cents out of every dollar, and you see a backdoor deal on Sunday, don't you think that maybe, maybe that should have been an opportunity for us, the opposition to the mafia, the people who want fiscal responsibility, to have a say-so? And, and I'm just, have you heard anybody today 
talk about that this has to change if we're going to do anything? Or is the plan to just entertain people till November this year? Oh, goodness. I mean, as far as some of my colleagues at Heritage, yes, we, we, we did talk about this and, and how, I mean, there are all kinds of military expenditures that are perfectly necessary that we need to keep us free. We understand that. But I'm sorry, there's no reason why another dime needs to go to Ukraine. And, and frankly, Israel's not that far behind. You know, why is it so important that we have an ally in that region? I mean, these are really important questions that the neocons just refuse to even answer. And if there is an answer for them, then great. If it's if it's within, uh, or I should say, if it helps the American people, then we should do it. If not, then we shouldn't do it. That's it. That's the end of the story. And so we can't afford to continue being the world's policemen like we did for decades. It is literally helping to impoverish this nation. And and for what? What good is it doing for the American people? What good has it done for us, all the money we have wasted in Ukraine? Well, the Pritzkers have made a fortune, and they are Illinois oligarchs. They they own the state. It's it's Pritzker Noy now. But the reality... Um of this of this agreement do we know any specificity to it are you privy to it i mean i know you're at the at the forefront of it i mean they made an agreement and it seems like they could have leveraged it for this upcoming friday or or the next friday do we know what they agreed to on sunday night no very little of the details are known because very little of the details have actually been worked out most of what it was agreed to was was top line numbers and so this is a classic example of, of how Washington wastes money, right? They don't even know what they want to spend the money on. The Democrats and, frankly, a lot of the big spending Republicans just know they want to spend the money. And so they fight for these numbers like $1.66 trillion, not even having any idea where the money is going to go. They just want to spend as much as possible because the more they are authorized to spend, the more they can, they can enrich the donor class which means the more money will be donated for their next campaign. You know, there's a there's a stat that came out today that I find just shocking, and that's the the uh, average, the median income of federal workers, and the median income is 148 thousand a year. But when you spread out the nation, the median income of executives and people who work in America outside of the federal government is 88 thousand. Isn't that something that the Soviet Union was trying to? Uh, achieve? Yeah, you can you can certainly say we were able to achieve what the Soviets were not. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's insane. Yeah. So obviously there is no... When you have people paying federal workers almost double what they make, how do you write that ship? Uh, you, you can't. The ship's going to sink. I mean, the, the only way you can do it is if you start throwing the government workers overboard. And, and I understand there's plenty of very nice folks that work for the government. I'm not saying that's not the case. But, you know, look, look at what happened in, in the December jobs report that we just got on Friday, which was horrific, by the way. And almost no one in the media was willing to talk about <laughs> all, the, all the just dirty little secrets under the hood there. But, yeah. you know, government jobs accounted for about 25 percent of everything that was added in the month of December. They were the government was actually the second biggest uh, growth category for employment in all of 2023. Exactly. But when you have a three, when you have a three to one ratio of, of private sector jobs to government jobs being added, that's insufficient. You're not going to get enough tax revenue from those three workers 
to support the one government worker. You know, I've seen different studies. One says that it, it's 10 to 1. I believe it's actually much higher than that in terms of the number of private sector jobs you need to support a single government job. This kind of job growth may look good at first, but it's unsustainable. Well, it's all with the benefits, all with the pensions, all with the things that the actual worker in America doesn't get. And, you know, this is something you witness in Chicago. It was better to be part of the the syndicate than be uh, against it. And when you see that the, the numbers for the year 2023 were revised in excess of 750,000, you know, with all their lying, they come out 60 days later, oh, we change in October, we're going to change November. You add that up, it's 772,000 jobs. At a certain point, someone out there is going to have to tell the truth that the only people that really, or the only thing that really hired wasn't an Amazon, it wasn't Apple, it was the government. And it grew in multitudes because the other companies that hired primarily hired because they have contracts with the government. That is the definition of a fake economy, of a of the lack of a private sector economy. And when you have these these tech companies having their stock priced at 35 times earnings, 25 times earnings. It's the perfect storm. And I don't want to be George Clooney. <laughs> Sean, it's spot on. Twenty, About 25%, about a quarter of all the job gains we initially thought we had last year were later revised away. July is literally <laughs> the only month that wasn't revised down. And you know, going back to what you said on how you know, not only do we have a lot of government jobs, but jobs that are paid for by government. You know, government was the second biggest sector in terms of employment growth. The number one last year was health care. A huge portion of those jobs are funded indirectly by the government, whether it's Medicaid, Medicare, or, or other ways in which the government is cutting checks to pay for those people's salaries. So in other words, all of this uh, job growth, even the stuff that appears to be private sector growth, is basically coming out of the government coffers, a.k.a. taxpayers' pockets. And that's why when you look at the increase in the deficit from, I believe it's Q3 of last year, and you look at uh, the uh, increase in economic growth, those two numbers match. In other words, this is all a fiction. Now, I have you on for very selfish reasons. You know this, right? Because I want you to title an article after something we discussed. So here's what I'm thinking, and you tell me if you like it. Snake eats its own tail, pretends to be a good hunter. What do you think? I like that. That is yeah. good. Let me, yeah, let me check this down. Yeah, write that down. And in the meantime, I, I, I also am a stickler for verbiage. I, and you're one of the few people. You never, ever make the mistake of calling government supremacists, be they Marxists or communists or socialists. You don't call them liberal. That drives me nuts because you and I are the real liberals. Now, you have an opportunity to right a wrong that's been bothering me for decades. When your mustache is connected to your beard, it's called a Van Dyke, not a goatee. Can you work on that next week? I will. I will. So then what, what's a goatee? A goatee is not connected, where you have the mustache uh, not connected. You, you what you have, have is a Van Dyke. Yeah, see? There we go. Once again, enlightening E.J. Antonio and the people at Heritage, thank you so much for making time for me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Squirrel, we've got the first sign of bad news for the incompetent buffoon, Nikki Haley. No, it's not that the Mitt Romney, Adam Kinzinger, corporatist scum, corrupt Republicans have decided they don't like her anymore. It's that her Boeing stock is collapsing. You know, because the plane falls apart. Eh, little technicality. Don't worry. 
They've got a new weapon they can sell to those goat Casanovas called Hamas. We'll see how it all shakes out in the end as Nikki Haley becomes the nominee. Cream Puff Jim. Yes. Uh, I see the uh, Grand Ole Prairie uh, agreed on a budget deal. Uh, $1.7 but it seems a little light to me. I thought the the Democrats went a little mad money. I thought they wanted to push it up to around a billion, like $5 trillion. There's a lot of you Well, now we've got to get started. We've got to get to every start. But what I'm curious about, do you think that the judge can hang on to the job? That seems to be suicide. (laughs) Oh, not 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 in these no. Republicans. The only difference is about sixty pounds from them to you. Thank you very much. In the meantime, if things get tough out there, there's always the ghetto lotto. If you weigh more than three hundred pounds, you qualify as disabled. There you go. It's a retirement plan for all kinds of Americans who understand exactly what the agenda of the current mafia is. It's not the economic growth of good, honest people. Not at all. Hey guys, it's your girl Shalane. I'm back today with another video. In today's video, we're going to discuss this is your last chance, guys, to claim your stimulus checks. And I'm so serious. You can still get your stimulus money from 2020 or 2021. So I wonder if the mayor of Dalton can get a stimulus check. After all, she spent 3300 in Juicy Crab. Something tells me she's going to need the money. But it looks like Obama might be concerned. As President Biden ramps up his general election campaign, there are new warning signs. The Washington Post reporting former President Obama has raised questions about the structure of President Biden's re-election campaign. Two sources confirmed to NBC. You mean the fact that he has dementia or the fact that he's a traitor linked to millions of dollars of foreign money directly into accounts he has, an, has a beneficiary issue on? Is that what you mean? Or the fact that the crack-smoking son somehow is going to get pardoned by both the Republicans like Nikki Haley and the Democrats as they sit there. doesn't matter. Barack decided to cut a little commercial. Our democracy depends on you. It really does, folks. That's no joke. That's why we need you. We need your help to ensure Joe's leadership continues to guide us forward. We know the other side won't rest, so we can't either. Your donation will help give Joe and Kamala's campaign the resources it needs. Let's be a history again. Chip in now. Sounds good, doesn't he? Vibrant. Like a man. Not somebody who gets confused getting off a plane. No, he sounds great. In the meantime, World War III, don't worry. The guy who's uh, our defense secretary had a procedure, a boil removed. Well, first, Ian, with regard to, uh, to Lebanon, it's clearly not in the interest of anyone. Israel, Lebanon, Hezbollah, for that matter. Uh, to see this, uh, to see this escalate, and to see an actual conflict, and the <laughs> uh, yeah, because I'm concerned with Hezbollah. Bill LaSalle County. Hi, Sean. Hey, Bill. Bill, are you calling me from a Campbell's soup can? Are you there? All right, Bill, we'll effort to get Bill onto an actual cell phone. Somebody get him an Obama phone. They're still making those, aren't they? I, I would assume they are. Uh, news that Obama and Biden met over lunch in December and discussed. Do you know the saddest part about the story, Squirrel? We bought that fracking lunch like we buy everything. We bought it. And the Secret Service agents were there. And no matter what corrupt deal was there, it's safe. 
because the Secret Service agents have been with this dimwit in diapers since he was the vice president and could form a sentence. They sat idly by as he negotiated corrupt deals that he's now paying off with our money. Convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev and uh, cut and those deals with the oligarchs. Set up his dimwit, crack-smoking, sister-in-law, banging son in all kinds of scams. All while standing right next to a Secret Service agent, even when he was on the phone. Not the official phone that was approved by the Secret Service and the government and the FBI, but the sneaky phone. Peter, you broke a lot of this years ago uh, about the Biden family influence peddling. And you've got new information this morning, uh, breaking news on a cell phone that Joe Biden was using. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. What is the line of communications between Hunter Biden and his business partners and Joe Biden when he's vice president of the United States? It's not the government phone. It's not Joe Biden's personal phone. We know from the laptop that Hunter I Biden's a, a business. Secret service, do, do senators get Secret Service? Did uh, Bob Menendez have Secret Service? Well, he was selling out his, our, his country, our country, to enemies foreign and domestic. I wonder how much they know. David Lansing. Hey, Sean, I heard the Ed Dowd interview. He's my favorite guest on your show. I hope you have him back on to talk about uh, the vaccine some more. Yeah, Edward Dowd is a, is a true renaissance man, an intellectual heavyweight, no question about it. Yeah, I heard a new study came out. I just saw it over the weekend. This guy, uh, he's got a degree in physics and epidemiology, and uh, he was saying in Canada... If you speak up negatively about the mRNA vaccines, they'll take your license away. And oh, like doctor, Chicago or New York or New yeah. Jersey or wherever the Democrats control areas in Chicago or in America, right? Right. And so he went to Romania to speak about his new study, and they found they studied ten percent of the world's population. They found seventeen million deaths attributable to the vax. So it's a new, big, broad study. So I hope uh, Ed Dowd. Or somebody talks about well, that. Well, we will talk about it, and we will investigate it, as always. You know, But it, here's my question to you. Do you think Americans care anymore? I mean, the swindle has been perpetrated. The trillions of dollars have been made in a bipartisan fashion. In fact, right now in Illinois and Chicago, they're ready to double down on stupid, whether it be the masks or the shutdown or the vaccine, whatever it is. Do you really think Americans care? Or don't you think that the Americans that do care about freedom and liberty and principles of Americanism already voted for Trump and were robbed in 2020. Me too, squirrel. I think the same thing. But in the meantime, we're going to pretend there are 81 million morons that do support the dimwitted diapers. Let's be clear about the 2020 election. Trump exhausted every legal avenue available to him to overturn the election. But we never audited the ballots. And that's something we're never going to do in any Democrat area. Three years ago on January 6th, a mob attacked the U.S. Capitol. I know because I was there. I was there as rioters roamed the Capitol, thousands of them as they... That's an unusual language, right? Rioters roamed the Capitol. But an insurrection, they don't roam. They shoot. They kill. They overthrow. But really, none of that happened. In fact, the only thing that really happened was a veteran got shot in the neck. 100-pound woman. Unarmed. Shot as she climbed through a window. I beg and beg, and he goes, well, I'm going to walk down the hall and you know, we'll, we'll talk to the Secretary of Defense or whoever he's going he's to talk to. Um, this is before Lloyd o- o- Austin had his boil removed squirrel from his bottom. Right then I get notification 
Oh, so I'm still, still on the call. We have the shooting of Ashley Babbitt. And I said, we have shots fired. I still remember yelling over the phone. We have shots fired on the USAI Capitol. Is that urgent? The only shots fired by a Democrat supporter who had a badge, who got a promotion and a big raise. Enough for you now. Hang up the phone because now I've got to start making my notifications. I've got to call the uh, Sergeant Arms saying, hey, we got what looks like maybe a confirmed shooting. Do you know when the National Guard finally arrived? 6 p.m. 6 p.m. they're sworn in on post. Do you know those National Guard, the 150 to 180 that are within eyesight of the Capitol, you know what they do with them? They put them in vehicles, drive them around the Capitol back to the D.C. Armory. You know where the D.C. Armory is. Oh, it's far away, yeah. Wa- Washington, uh, yes. White House is on one side, United States Capitol, D.C. Armory, almost equidistant on the other. Because they knew that the crowd was unarmed. They knew the only danger was to the good, honest people who wanted the election audited. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Squirrel, listen, things get rough, kid, and it could get rough. Do not forget... About the ghetto lottery. You just got to hit 300 pounds, squirrel. You can find all kinds of creative ways to get there. Yes. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi Dr. Dr. Nick. You'll want to focus on the neglected food groups, such as the whipped group, the congealed group, and the chocotastic. And remember, if you're not sure about something, rub it against a piece of paper. If the paper turns clear, it's your window to weight gain. There uh. you go, squirrel. It's always a plan afoot. Jim, Rolling Meadows. Hey, Sean. I just want to say I love your show. And uh, I was listening to the segment a couple minutes ago about the COVID basically pandemic. If you ever had a guy on named Dr. David E. Martin, if you haven't, you really need to get him on there. Because he you know, he's the I, only I, one I've heard that he knows the truth. Well, I, there's a lot out there. You know, for instance, I, I had Robert Malone on. And Robert Malone, uh, we became kind of friendly. He's a wonderful guy. He's the guy who holds the patent on the mrna and he's the guy who, who who brought up so much information about the vaccine itself the money laundering scheme of it i mean we've had a lot of experts on and i i, I, I would i've heard him but he's got nothing believe me if you listen to him on youtube or on rumble dr david e martin he's he sued the federal government and he's got states attorneys from different states trying to anyways get him to sue you can go right online to his website you can file the complaint what a year, though, in. huh? What a year after that pandemic. It worked exactly as they wanted it to work. Exactly. So did January 6th. Exactly as they wanted it to work. The Fed's erection. The greatest psyop entrapment example of a corrupt government this country's ever seen. And you know what's funny? We're going to double down, triple down, quadruple down. I wonder how long before Americans get curious enough to really, really look into exactly what happened and instead of just buying the tagline of these terrible B actors. I'm going to try to get through this. Um, thank you for what you did three years ago today. Do you know that this guy, his name is Jonathan... <laughs> his, his name is Jonathan Capehart. He's a CNN actor, and he's the reason... I never wanted a boy, and so many other men out there were afraid to have a boy. Because if you have a boy as a baby and he turns out like this, it can't be proud. I'm going to try to get through this. Um, thank you for what you did three years ago today. 
Um, please tell me your thoughts um, on this third anniversary. And how do you sleep? Oh, that's not the one that actually assassinated the veteran Ashley Babbitt. No, but the Golden Globe goes to Jay uh, Capehart. In the meantime, the Golden Globes had the lowest ratings ever in the year 2023. I'm not sure what the ratings are for last night's debacle. I didn't watch it. I'm sure you didn't watch it. I don't know anybody that would watch it. Uh, but I did see a clip that I found interesting from a comedian named Gaffigan. This is so exciting for me. The Golden Globes. I mean, I, I can't even believe I'm in the entertainment industry. I can't. I, you know, it's so unlikely. I'm from a small town in Indiana. I'm not a pedophile. In a room full of those people who turned a blind eye to what they knew in form of every scandal into a room full of a party or, or people that donate to one party in particular. And anybody who doesn't is blacklisted and ostracized. And who do they vote for? Well, I think you are. So that's know. why we are. Our democracy pop- depends on you. It really does, folks. That's no joke. That's why we need you. We need your help to ensure Joe's leadership continues to guide us forward. We know the other side won't rest, so we can't either. Your donation will help give Joe and Kamala's campaign the resources it needs. The only thing worse than the people that vote for the dimwit in diapers and the Marxist mafia are the people who finance it. In the meantime, we will be back to expose them tirelessly. Uh... I have to tell you, this thing, though, I want to cover this before we go, Squirrel. Buy me some more time. I want to talk about uh, exactly what happens in these areas that are controlled by the Democrat mafia. The city of Harvey is responding to allegations from residents who claim apartments were boarded with tenants still inside. And $95 million of COVID money is going to house illegal aliens as Americans who were stupid enough to vote for Democrats have their apartments boarded up, are sent into poverty, are cast out into homelessness because you don't make as much money for the mafia as the illegals do. Oh, we'll cover it all in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.